get back to Kai's Corner. You can send Kai a text at 844-416-8123. That's 844-416-8123. Here's Kai Chen Chisholm. Shout out Jazz Chisholm. Starting second baseman. Love to see that. Doing the Chisholm name proud. Oh, yeah. That is honestly the only reason why I know who Jazz Chisholm is, by the way. That I follow him on Twitter and I follow him on Instagram. But besides, like, that's the only reason why I know you got to follow your family, right? Exactly. I wouldn't, you see, I <laughs> there's, listen, I wouldn't be shocked if me and, uh, me and Jazz were related somehow because there's people I'm related to that sometimes it doesn't even make sense how it could be. Anyways, we have on Ricky J. Mark from Five Reasons Sports and from just a bunch of other things that he has on his stuff. It's on his Twitter bio. You can follow him on Twitter at Ricky J. Mark. Ricky, first, I want to ask you, what do you think of all the trades that the or excuse me, what do you think of all the trades that the Miami Heat made with the Nemanja Bjelica and the Victor Oladipo? Well, good morning. Uh, I, I'm surprised that you guys aren't related, to be honest. I was surprised. Um, I, I think I would well, be shocking. You know, I got to do like a 23 and me. Yeah, do that, and then we'll, you know, you can make it into a, like a special episode or something. Oh, yeah. Um, with re- okay, so with regards to uh, your question about the Heat's trades, I think the Heat have once again won the trade deadline, not surprisingly won any trade that they've been involved in, they they basically took guys like My- Myers Leonard, Mo Harkless, Avery Bradley, and Kelly Olynyk and transformed them into a former All Star, a solid role, excuse me, a solid role role player, and a player in Nemanja Bjelica who could basically give you a lot of what we wished we had out of Kelly Olynyk more than once every five games, without giving up the team's depth. So I think this was in many ways the perfect trade. For Miami, they got an all-star, and they didn't have to give up the kids. Uh, if you're the Heat, when you consider the trades that have been done in the past in order to bring in stars, a lot of times, a lot of times you sacrifice your young players. I mean, back in '04, when Miami traded for Shaq, they had to give up Lamar Odom, Brian Grant, and Kamar, and, and Karan Butler. Just imagine how good that '05 team would have been if they were able to get Shaq while keeping Karan, Lamar and all those other guys. This is essentially what happened today or over the weekend. So you have faith still then in the in the young guys because a lot of people have started to kick out of having faith in them and liking them. And one of the things that I pointed out on Friday on the show is that I think you saw with how, at least what we know reportedly, what the sticking point was in some of the trades was Tyler Hero and how they didn't want to give mm-hmm. up Tyler Hero. Do you think that now maybe fans will understand that even if you see certain things from Tyler every night, that GMs around the league and teams think, okay, there's so much potential there that he's worth more than what we might think he is? Yeah, I think uh, I'm just going to be completely honest. I think a lot of times the fans need to get over themselves because if you remember early in the Big Three era, there was a website dedicated towards firing Eric Spolstra. And yet, whenever you turned on your television, analysts, uh, color commentators had nothing but glowing things to say about him. They're closer to the game. They know a little bit more uh, about basketball in the NBA than the average casual who will watch something, see Tyler Hero miss a few shots, and think he's trash. The thing is, I mean, if we're being completely honest, guys like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and players of that ilk, they're young players. They're not – not every player is going to come into the NBA playing like LeBron James or Carmelo Anthony. You know, players need time. Tyler Hero, I'm not even sure he's old enough to drink yet. You know, and the fact that 
And the fact that you have, uh, you're able to bring in guys that you can plug in and start right away, it will allow a lot of the Heat's role players to actually settle into their roles. This team has been so ex- has, has been so overextended that you're demanding starter-like production out of role players. Duncan Robinson is not meant to be a starting small forward in the league. You can't start a one-dimensional sniper as your small forward and hope that he score and hope that he hits nine threes a night. It's 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 unrealistic. But now that he's been his role has been reduced and we're able to depend more on. Victor Oladipo, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo, it'll be a lot easier to see what these guys can bring to the table because they're, the expectations for them will be not as high. And once that starts to settle in, then you'll realize, wow, this Heat team is actually really deep because the stars are, are doing their job, the role players are doing their job, and we're moving forward. I think Miami, has every, Miami Heat fans have every reason to feel optimistic and positive because find me a better backup shooting guard in the NBA than Tyler Hero. You won't. There won't be. It's a very short list, based on the talent and based on what he's he's been able to produce in the last few in the last year or so. Yeah, and one of the big sticking points you made there about Tyler, and you mentioned he is old enough to drink. He is twenty one years old, but even one of the things that I think of, especially with some of the young things, even like myself, is like, you know, he's old enough to drink. He's playing in the NBA for millions of dollars, but he's still not even old enough to rent a car. Like this is still like you could. That's how young. Tyler Hero is. It's like he still has four mm-hmm. more years till he's allowed to legally rent a vehicle. <laughs> like so, there's so much that you can think of where it's like this is a young guy, and I think you mentioned it with LeBron, with Carmelo. I mean, you could even say like D Wade. Even this year with like Lamelo, it's like Lamelo came out and he was pretty hot. You're not gonna get that like every single time out of every single player, and you'll get guys who are undrafted. You'll get guys who are second round picks who sometimes end up turning out better than those young first round picks. I think that maybe, and I want to ask you this as well if maybe the bubble was why people have just the absolute highest of highest expectations instead of realizing, again, like this is a young player with things that still need to be worked out. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think the bubble has led a lot of people to believe that this Heat team is a lot better than it was heading into the season. The bubble in many ways was the great equalizer. It was a unique setting in which players didn't have to travel or, or move around all that much. They simply went in into a gym, play pick essentially the highest level of pickup basketball we will probably ever see, and then go back to their hotels or go fishing in in one of those fake uh, one of those Ponds. fake lakes up at Disney. Yeah, you know. But here's the thing: the NBA is a grind, and the reality is, right now, the Heat or the Heat are a lot better right now based on the roster that they have in front of them than they were heading into the season. You know, not only because of the fact that there was no rest and none of that other stuff, but the bubble was a unique situation. And yes, the Heat capitalized, and the Lakers, as far as I'm concerned, don't have an asterisk next to their title. They had to earn that. But, you know, that was a unique circumstance. And now, you know, the the, the Heat have had to make changes. I, I've been I've been saying on our streams and, you know, during our pregames and our postgames on the Five Reasons Sports uh, YouTube channel that um, – multiple Eastern Conference teams made moves that propelled them past the heat. But as recently as Thursday, I have no problem saying that. Given the two trades that I said that the Heat have needed to make involving Victor Oladipo and a, a role player or two, based on this team right now, they not only have a puncher's chance to get out of the Eastern Conference, but they have the potential to deliver a haymaker 
to one or more of these top Eastern Conference teams and get back to the finals. It's a legitimate possibility now. I didn't think that before. I do now. So you're bigger on Oladipo than maybe any like any trade for Lowry. Like if, let's say it was Lowry and Bielitsa instead of Oladipo and Bielitsa. Would you have a different mindset on that? I think it would have been interesting to see because uh, you know Kyle Lowry definitely brings a lot of leadership, uh, playoff uh, history to the uh, playoff pedigree to the table. The problem is, I think. It's important when you're looking at a team and when you're making a move to acquire a player that you hope helps your team, it's important to balance the, the present benefits of the player and the future benefits. Kyle Lowry's 35 years old. Victor Oladipo is in his mid to late 20s. You have a, higher, a longer shelf life with Victor Oladipo in this league on your team for years to come than you do with, uh, than you do with uh, Kyle Lowry. And Victor Oladipo... You know, he is the kind of player that is more defensively oriented, despite the fact that he's a 20-point scorer when he's fully healthy. Right. I think he fits. One of the reasons why I really like Victor Oladipo over Lowry is because, you know, he brings more to the table defensively, and that fits this team's culture to a T. You know, you, you can plug him in at the shooting guard. We, he's, the, he's the dynamic wing that you need. You know that there's a lot of life left in those legs, and you can move forward even as Jimmy starts to decline, because as, as much as it's great to build a championship team, I'm not so sure you want to constantly mortgage everything and then spend a few years in the cellar again. Those years aren't fun, as we've seen in the last few years. Right. We now have a chance to build a team around Victor Oladipo, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy even as he gets older, and then you have Tyler Hero, and who knows, maybe even KZ Okpala off the bench. Oh, that, man. This trade makes that happen. You see, you say KZ Okpala, and <laughs> I feel like people are going to be a little bit uh, wary with that because I feel like, and, and we have a little bit mm-hmm. here, so I guess say that I get in as quickly as you can. With sure. KZ, right, I feel like there's so many different sides to it. Where, what side do you stand on that You know, future potential with KZ, or are you more on the people are hyping him too much? Well, I think people, I think people who are casuals will look at KZ and, or the people talking about KZ and think, oh, he's supposed to be a star now. No, 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 no. This guy's essentially a rookie. He was in the G League all last year, and he's very raw still, okay? Give this guy some time. He needs reps. He needs to be able to train. He needs a couple summer leagues under his belt. But the, the defensive tools are there. There's a reason he's, A, still with this team, and, B, uh, someone like Udonis Haslam is willing to name drop him every chance they get. Right. KZ has potential, but it's going to take some time. And if he pans out, he'll be an ideal starting three or four for this Heat team. Thank you so much for coming on, Ricky. Again, this is Ricky J. Mark from Five Reason Sports. You can follow him at Ricky J. Mark on Twitter. That's Ricky J. M. A. R. C. Ricky, thank you for coming on, man. Have a great rest of your day. My pleasure. You too, man. So it's awesome getting uh, Ricky on there, and we're going to get uh, into a little bit of a, a break here quickly before we start to round out our one. A lot of good stuff, and I think a lot of great things that you get to hear uh, from a Heat point of view, and especially looking at it from kind of backing up from the fan side of things. Uh, I want to shout out Robin Hollywood, also known as Cap for Life, uh, one of the biggest supporters of just not only myself, but uh, you know Michael Christian with Game Night and, of course, uh, Juan with Juan on Juan on Sundays here. Uh, and then just in general, like a lot of the five reasons stuff that he supports, uh, was saying in the chat, first of all, he said hello to Ricky. 
So I will let Ricky know that, Rob. Uh, thank you for watching as well, Rob. Much love to you. And also said, three first-rounders coming soon. Pitts, Parsons, Najee. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, a couple of stuff said, from Opaka with love. That's awesome there. Love hearing from Rob whenever he's in any of the chats. We're going to round off uh, the segment here as we get ready to go into the end of hour one and uh, talk about some more stuff. Again, we'll have on Lewis Sung at the uh, second hour, and we'll talk to him about the Miami Dolphins. So every Saturday at 11 a.m., soccer fans can connect with Austin Robillard and Red Card Radio. From the premiership to the MLS, catch up with your favorite team, including our very own Inter-Miami CF. Listen to Red Card Radio every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. with Austin Robillard exclusively at onsideradio.com.